Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Ring Crew Radio. I'm the high flyer, Frank Cliff, always coming off the top rope. I'm joined by my co-host, Nikki Kayfabe, the most hated man in the IWC, and the arbiter of professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole. Well, folks, it's not PJ Stackpole. It's not. It is the high flyer Frank Cliff accompanied to the ring by one Nicholas K. Fabe. And folks, I know we don't have cameras and I can't wait to get them in here because you people have to see <laughs> the gimmick, <laughs> the outfit, the fucking, the sheer gall it takes to walk around looking like, who the fuck do you think you are wearing that? I bought it a, a while ago, and I wanted to. You sh- You know, see. I did wear it to the. You see, I wore it once. You see, you're a person who doesn't understand what they should be buying. I like it. I got it cheap. You look ridiculous. It was nice. You look absolutely ridiculous. All right, so folks, <laughs> I'm going to try to describe this. He's wearing a short sleeve T-shirt with a hood on it that says, "What? What does it say? Please stand up for it the." It doesn't say anything. It says something. There's letters. There's words. Oh, respect. It says respect, which no one respects you, Nikki K. Fabe, <laughs> not one human being. And it has the Rock's Brahma Bull. Yeah, it does. And it has a hood, a hooded T-shirt. Well, yeah, the Rock You know what type it. of asshole it takes to walk around with a fucking... Yeah, of course the Rock wears one. The Rock can get away with one. You know why? Because <laughs> no one's going to say anything to the Rock for wearing <laughs> such a stupid-looking thing. Not one human being. The Rock used to wear the dumbest-looking T-shirts of all time. You ain't saying nothing. No, uh, not then, not now, no. No, exactly. You, on the other hand, look like an asshole. <laughs> like an absolute asshole. <laughs> My God, what a ridiculous thing to wear. I made fun of a kid once wearing a sleeveless hoodie. This is even worse. I don't Short know if I, sleeve. I can't do the sleeveless hoodie. That This just looks ridiculous. You look like uh, you look like such a confused individual. Actually, it's very fitting for you. <laughs> you don't... <laughs> You couldn't commit to a hoodie, but you couldn't commit to long sleeves. It's insane. I like it. It's absolutely fucking insane. You can insane. get yours on Project Rock. I think it's underarmor.com slash Project Rock. Right. And that's where you can buy it. Well, thanks for plugging the rock. He really <laughs> needed He really needed Nick, Nicholas's kayfabe stamp of approval live on the air to push that shit. Well, hopefully the rock hears this and then he puts me on his Instagram or something. I would love for or the rock to fucking... Maybe, Rock, maybe we should cut this and then... Oh, I'm not cutting anything. I need the whole no, world to No, not cut know. it. Like, cut the, the clip and then put it on Twitter <clears throat> and send it to The Rock. And maybe he'll retweet The it. Rock doesn't have time for our jabroni asses. The Especially Rock. when I have a thread uh, fucking pinned to the top of my Twitter thread about how The Rock killed more careers <laughs> than steroids. <laughs> I probably ain't going to go over too well. Well, I think The Rock knows that in a... In a what Je- that he a, murdered all those je- careers? Well, you're you're jesting. It's a jesting comment, I believe. Yeah, you know what? Not for nothing. The Rock's so fucking smug now. He goes on there with his little one paragraph post a week, putting somebody him. over. Well, you should put putting over. up his little fucking glass of tequila. Yeah, it, we all know. I've had you. it too. He's such. I'm a, a big mark. Rock guy. Yeah, He's I am. Such yes. a Mark. I I love The Rock too, but I don't suck his di- like the. Much I feel of, like the entire Rock. Paraphernalia. See, here's in the here. thing. It's one thing when wrestling fans suck off a wrestler, like these people with Bret Hart, they all should jump somewhere. But 
you know, that people, it's okay for them to obsess over wrestlers. Now the entire world obsesses over The Rock. He gets his dick sucked from every angle when he walks out of the house. It's insane. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. He is a global phenomenon. A- and now Nikki Kayfabes is wearing his sleeveless hoodie on my fucking show in my house like a disgraced jabroni Rudy Pooh asshole. You, you don't have much rock stuff around I have here. a rock hockey jersey upstairs. I remember that. Yeah, it's fire. Not that you wore it. I remember when he wore it. Yeah, I was looking for the football jersey that he buried half the roster in during the Rumble and hit uh, <laughs> Triple H with a chair. But The Rock is hes a guy that his, his stamp on anything is just makes it that much better. That tequila could taste like raw gasoline. It doesn't matter, no. People would drink it. Yep. It's our redirect tequila. Yep. And then he makes French toast syrup with it or some shit. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you serious? I think so. He not makes, not he like makes syrup? Not like the company personally. I think like his personal chef does it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, so now people are gonna be making first off, if you need to put tequila. Oh yes, they do because Sweets did it. Let me tell you something. Sweets made all it. Alright, so let me talk to all these people and Sweets, I know you're an avid listener, so <laughs> buckle up. I forgot he did any, it. Any person that needs to put tequila in their morning fucking syrup <laughs> for their be- breakfast, motherfucker, you got problems the rock can't solve, Jesus Christ can't solve, I don't know who the fuck's going to fix your issue. I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday, so he can get away with it, though. Bro, if you first off, tequila's one of the most wicked fucking tasting liquors there are. Yes. You can't, dr- I could barely drink tequila and you then eat barely, within an hour. You could barely drink. First off, I used to put down tequila like it was nobody's fucking business. You know damn well what I'm talking about. Don't look at me cross-eyed. I, I, when I you were in your too. Bloody Mary face <laughs> thinking you're a thug, I was sitting there putting down tequila I did with tequila, fucking man. Sprite. I it did was tequila. disgusting. That shit's no joke. Tequila hangovers are fucking deadly. Yeah. But the thought of putting tequila in something I'm going to eat, oh, God, I'm gagging fucking it, thinking of it. I doubt I think it. it so was, why even put it in there? Oh, was, because we had to make it a Terramana fucking syrup. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong I with people? I think it was in the French toast batter. Sweets, don't put the fucking tequila in the pancakes. Just he'll, eat the fucking pancakes. If you're going to drink, just drink on the side. You ain't hiding nothing. Or anybody <laughs> doing that shit. You definitely ain't hiding nothing. It's ridiculous. Tequila in the fucking breakfast syrup. I'll get a text at like 8.30. Be like, thanks for the fucking calling me an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> On the air, asshole. Yeah. Well, sweets are an alcoholic. Hopefully. Oh <laughs> no, God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's one of my best guys, all right? Sweets is an A1, A1 human he's being. He's an A1 human being. He's an A1 Big Met fan. Shout out to that. But he's also he's a Net fan. And yeah, how was the last week, bitch? 4 yeah. Shout out to that. Shout out to the Celtics, making your boy happy, and Blackjack Mulligan shit miserable. You know who's mad funny? He tried talking shit to me the next day, thinking, oh, it's over. I was like, yo, go back to sweep. (laughs) He was tight. The other fucking co-host you had on here on Friday is a real moron, too. On Friday? Two weeks ago, you had that idiot. Oh, oh, my cousin Vinny. There's nobody worse than my cousin Vinny. He told me Steve Nash was not a good basketball player. All right, so first off, that's preposterous. He said Reggie Miller was better than him. Crazy. Uh, I love Reggie Miller. It was <sighs> and Reggie Miller was not better than him. Don't not those know. two years, but like. No, ever. Don't gasp and fucking think about it. It's, it's not even a comp- I, And Reggie Miller was a, the best shooter of all time. Well, one of them. For a time period. A yeah, time he was. Um, but Steve Nash was arguably not even the best to- point guard during when he was a point guard. Ah. <sighs> Uh, I, I'm not no. saying I necessarily no, well, agree with that because he won MVP twice. But yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. Who, he has two guaranteed been better yes. than him in that, at in that, that point. Time. It's Jason Kidd. No, Kidd's not better than him at that point. No, no. A, as a point guard or as a Stockton like, wasn't in the league. Uh, Stockton was gone. Stockton already. was way gone at that point. Yeah, I, there wasn't anyone. Gary Payton was washed. Yeah, Payton was not there. Uh, no, he was there. He was just washed. That was when he was like struggling for that ring, man. He went with the fucking uh, the the Heat. He went to the Lakers. He won a ring with the Heat. That's what I'm saying. That was 06, bro. Yeah. Now old he had to be at that point. I mean, who Shit. else? There was no one else. Chris I mean, Paul wasn't in there yet. He not that no. he would have been better. But see, that's the thing. Is he even better than Steve Nash? That now that everyone wants to talk about him, and I've earned a lot of respect for Chris Paul the last like two, Chris, three years. He's a guy that that you you take him. On a team, and they're a playoff team, which is crazy because yeah. it's the truth. I mean, he made every those Hornets teams. The Suns became a bona fide. Fuck fucking that! Finals. What about Oklahoma City? That team was that, that team yeah. was absolute the shits. Yeah, they were big, big uh, preseason fucking failures, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, but the no, Steve Nash. Steve Nash is is a great player. Um. I think he was just terrible head coach, uh, but it's not his fault. He was put in a fuck position. The guy's never coached a game. He's never sat on a fucking bench. He walks around in fucking track suits like he's going to soccer practice. What the fuck did he, you expect? He's actually really good in soccer. No shit. Yeah. He's did, a. Did you know that? Yes, I did oh. know that. He did it in a dunk contest. He like fucking kicked the ball up oh, to yeah. somebody. And Amari. Dunked. Yeah, Amari, that's what yeah. it was. But Steve Nash is not a good head coach because he, a he's never been a head coach. You never gave him experience being a head coach. It's not like Jason Kidd who stopped playing a year ago and then became a head coach the next year. Steve Nash hasn't played in a long time. He's a long time removed from the game of basketball, even in a sense, mm-hmm. and he instantly becomes he a was, head coach. He was involved in with the Warriors. Yeah, but not involved like being a fucking head coach. No, but I'm sure... He was in a consultant role. He yeah. showed up, he, he came to a few practices, he, he smiled. Money, yeah. Exactly. But this is a real job where you have to control three of the most fucking insane personalities to ever exist in the NBA. Fuck being on one team. You got Kyrie Irving, who's an absolute lunatic, and by the way, a piece of shit. How'd it feel? Fuck you, Kyrie. <laughs> um, you have Kevin Durant, who's literally made Twitter accounts to yell at himself. Yeah. That, like, that guy's a fucking lunatic. A lot of people do that, though. The burners, bro, fucking every wrestler's dumbass fucking shows that they have one now. Yeah, who did moron. that recently? EC3. Yeah, but was he... Who knew SRS he? did it to himself? Yeah, he's fucking a moron. Dick. What a loser. Um, fuck, who... Oh, fucking Burger Ben Simmons. First off, where the fuck is that well, guy? Uh, Harden, first off, and then... Another lunatic, an yeah. absolute maniac. Yeah. You got the and you're gonna have Steve Nash there, the fucking the Jason Garrett of the NBA, the fucking uh the the Aaron Boone of the NBA, the clapper, the guy who's just sitting there yeah, following sitting fucking there. orders. He's he don't know what there. the fuck he's doing. Terrible. I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna say that. Right. He definitely knows more than Boone. Um. Yeah, Boone's you clueless. But it's tough. It's tough to be a guy where you have to. You don't have a team for the whole year either because Kyrie couldn't practice, couldn't play much, so it's tough to get. Yeah, that, and that and that's the together. crazy part is you built this super team, and you know for a while you say, oh well, who gives a fuck about the regular season? We get dumbasses yeah, if you want enough games. Look at it; it helps. Yeah, I it mean, helps. why would you want to play in a play-in game? That's first off. I know they smoke Cleveland, but still, why would you want to play in a play-in game? No, you don't. Second off, you drew the Celtics, who now have established themselves. As easily the first or second best team in the East right now. 
Yes. Without question, without tail. Yep. Like it's it's that serious what went on here. Mm-hmm. But how the fuck do you think that that's a good draw? I was pissed as a Celtic fan because I never want to play Kevin Durant in a seven game series. He has a pedigree of beating of beating teams he has in a, a seven game. Well, no, I mean you got to think about it, and they said it the other day that I mean he made people lose when he was with a team that had other stars on it. I mean, it's when true. he didn't have to take control, Curry, yeah. Thompson, I mean, not not Draymond, but the other two, yeah, score thirty in a fucking blink of an eye. That's true. I mean, Kyrie can, but other than that, they really don't have. I don't Durant know. has to be the A one on that team be because A1, Kyrie yeah. is flaky to say the. See, here's my problem with that guy. It, beyond hating him being a being a Celtic fan, how do you talk all that shit and then get swept? And not even just get swept. Three out of the four games, you do dog shit. That's pretty pathetic. It was at it least was Durant a, showed some fucking effort. It was a, the, the game four. He was awful. It was a solid series. I mean, every game was decided in, by less than seven. But once you took the first two, yeah, it was that first one was crazy, and the second one coming back from fifteen. I mean, you can't really. You, it's deflating right off the bat from that. No, it's deflating having Vinny the Guinea on this podcast with his right. conversation ed- edged from. There's right. nothing worse. That was so cr- – he was sitting – kayfabes, we're sitting here trying to have a conversation. He's sitting there jingling papers in the background trying to give me updates. Like about he has what? cue cards. Oh, I don't know. Celtics? It was some fucking bullshit. Not, not even about the Celtics, which is important. He was like trying to correct me. And at the end of our show, he had the audacity to be like that guy from around the horn. Oh, when he throws it? No, he does the corrections at the end. He's like, yeah, you messed up this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tony yeah. Reale. Yeah, go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. I thought he threw the paper at like, the make-believe screen. Oh, yeah. no, he fucking sucks. Yeah, that was tough. I heard he was on. I was like, ugh. Well, that, that, I mean, I you never listen anyway, listen, but that, yeah. that locked it up that week. Yeah, huh? that was definite. That was a definite no. Oh, my he God. goes, can you, tell a se- can you keep a secret? I'm on the podcast. I said, well, it's Sunday, so I hope it's out already. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Fuck him. He sucks. We need to get some guests on this shit. Guess. Okay, Fabe. Do you see where we do this from? <laughs> Half the wrestlers that are in the fucking WWE won't even fit down here. This is a house for midgets. AEW wrestlers. AEW wrestlers. They'd be like, wow, this is a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you got a whole living room. <laughs> Joey Janela put up the other day. Right. Like, His contract's done. Yeah, he put up, look, yeah. I started AEW with this car. I leave AEW with this car. Where'd all my money go? Ha ha. It's like, what a fucking pathetic individual. You went there and went he on. He probably th- made like 300000 a year. And he's driving around the cor- in a Corolla. Still the he same motherfucker. He has to make 300000 a year, easily. They, he was one of their first they, signings. I think they pay them that much. I think them. I think no. those. How much do you think he made? 100000 No way. I'd say like a buck fifty. I don't know. But man. they get there, was... But you have to remember, there's other incentives. They get their merch. Let's say this. Let's say this, right? Because the WWE, I think, you get paid a certain number, but you have to pay for your own flights and travel and all that other shit. Those guys are doing well, but man. You can, but but you could write in their houses, and their fucking houses are nice. On the other side of it, you get to write things off against your taxes that you normally wouldn't be able to, and yeah. that kind of evens out because they make a shitload of money. Yeah. So yes, they 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 have to. My mindset is. Him, but they Jack Evans, out. those guys that that 
recently just got let go of. Yeah. They were big names on the indies. They were. I mean, Jack Evans, I remember when, when we were involved. Is that in, the guy that used to do backyard bullshit? He probably did, but that was the guy with uh, mm-hmm. um, with the green hair. The That's specific. The Hurricane? Uh, what the fuck was his tag team? What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> He was, I forgot what, but he, he, he was huge on the indies when, when we were involved and obviously he's older now. So the shit brother, that was, I was sitting there selling out those fucking that, bingo holes. He, I mean, Hey, 40 listen, people deep, nothing against Jack Evans and, and Janela too. They were big name on the brother. Indies, one time I was working these indies. I jumped off the top rope. My head hit the ceiling. That I seen that happen <laughs> multiple times, multiple times. They like have no those, spatial those recognition. Are, those are guys that, that get signed for the first time, and they're probably making, I would say, but maybe. All right, so hear me out. I got some math on this in my own head, right? Maybe so I'm let's wrong. say let's say they make like a buck twenty five. Eh, I don't see it, but okay. but hold on. Let's okay. say let's let's just go through it, right? Buck twenty five mm-hmm. through Florida, so they don't get banged out on a on a tax system, I guess. But no, it actually depends where they live. That's all on them. Anyway, let's say it's a buck twenty five base, right? But all their expenses are paid for, meaning flight, travel, hotel, all that shit's paid for. And they get all of their merchandise because they own their own names and all that shit. And when video games come out, they're going to get a cut from that, pay-per-view buys, all that shit. Which, obviously, that really doesn't often affect probably those idiots. But if they do the Battle Royals, then I'm sure they get something. I don't know. It's probably where I'm thinking, because I can't see you cutting Joey Janela a $300,000 deal and thinking it's going to pay out. I think they thought it was going to pay out because of his the, the weight that his name Joey Janela is a fucking asshole. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but listen, he got a bad rap, right? He was, he was really big at one point, and then he was but awful define, when he came into... But see, define big. No, I'm not saying he was a... A, a top-notch worker. I'm saying his name carried weight on the independent scene. I went to a lot of independent shows. I know you did too. I probably went to some more than you. But even when we were, when I had the, when we had the company, he was a guy that got tossed around. I don't think we ever used him, but um, it was a guy that, you know, it was like, oh, Janela. I mean, he's known. I know who he was. I didn't watch his shit at the time, here and there, maybe sporadically. I wouldn't watch that motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe at like an indie show here and there, I seen him, but you yeah. knew his name, and that that shit at the time appeased to me. And then I see it on live TV every match, and it just it's not. Well, here's the problem: overexposure. So an indie, even if you go to the same indie promoter every, you go once a month. You go once it's a, a month. monthly thing, if that. Right. So even if they're really shitty, you don't remember it. And also, I think wrestling that close, you miss a lot of the mistakes because you're just so into you it. You do. You do. It's um, a different environment. It's a different environment. It's also like again. I personally hated the indies for two reasons. Number one, a lot of the people you see there, you just know, well, there's Jeff Fam. <laughs> you know, you see a lot there of are, that. There are. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, that's not like, it's all right. Oh, cool. I saw him when he was in fucking, barely filling out his tights. Eh, it doesn't really do There are much a few of those guys that I, I've seen. And, I enjoyed Evolve. You know why? Because Evolve was all NXT guys and guys I knew would eventually at some point trickle their way up to something. Like that's another guy, Austin Theory. Austin Theory, I, I, I saw Austin Theory when he was like fucking twenty or nineteen. But where, whatever the weren't fuck they he is. with WWE at that point or no? It was right. I went like right before and right after. I think I went I to think like three right, or four right of before. Shows. That's a guy's name that you heard. Him, yeah. 
Um, Chris Dickinson was Chris a guy. Chris Dickinson, you heard a lot he's, from. Now he's in New Japan. He's in New Japan. Well, America, New Japan. Regardless, he, he's working. Yeah. And I think he's been on that shit before. Uh, he was a big guy. Um, Janela. The Wolves were big. Eddie Edwards. I mean, those are the guys that you hear about, and I mean, they're doing well for themselves, but you really don't see that those guys in, in you know, WWE and AEW gave them an outlet to make money, and, you know, I now now that it's coming to an end, I think their flaws were, were recognized for sure. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, I, I get the WWE catches shit because they release guys, but if AEW actually was able to, like, not be the public eye that they, they bought on themselves... They could easily get away with releasing like five, six guys a month and no one would even notice. And you'd clean out a lot of the shit. Because the problem is... Ha- I, I think they have. He, of course they have. You don't see guys and they don't show up for six months and yeah. then they quietly go away. Like Diamante. Like she's one I've been seeing a lot about recently. She hasn't been on like AWTV in like... I don't know if it's 800 days or 80 days. It's like that. It's one of... That's a, that's a bit that's drastic a of a difference. Let me, let me get, I don't think the K, first off, K-Fabes, I don't think AEW's existed for eight hundred days. Three years. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. nine hundred days. Let me let me get the exact. Hold on. Keep talking. Thanks, Jamie. I don't know. I, I mean, AEW has a very weird way of doing things because I think they oversign and then worry about it later, which. As a fan, I could understand like loving that shit because any guy goes to free agency, you know you have a good shot at getting him because this guy's going to sign anybody. 500. Days. Days. Almost two years. Okay. Since she's been on TV. And I don't know if- There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And I don't know if these people are still signed. She must have fell to the bottom of the toy bin. But yeah, which is- (laughs) No, but it's like, yeah, you're right. I don't. You also don't know if they're signed or not signed because he's very weird. Sometimes he puts up that they're all-ish elite shit. Like, Wheeler Yuta was on TV for six months and then run day randomly. It's like, oh, we have signed Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so why has he been on your fucking TV that's, for six months? What are you, out thing, of your mind? That's one thing I don't understand about that company either. They, and at some point, I mean, Cody kind of did it to them in a way, but Cody waited till Mania. If Cody showed up the next night on Monday Night Raw, the, the next week on Monday Night or Raw. Or on Friday Night on Smackdown. On Friday Night Smackdown, that would have sent shockwaves. But I think, like, <laughs> at some point, they're going to have a guy that's, like, on there getting used in a bullshit throwaway program. Like, 2.0 were being job guys for three or four weeks before they got signed. Daniel Garcia, another guy. Mm-hmm. All of Jericho's crew now, basically, because they had a little momentum, so he had to naturally absorb it as the <laughs> neutron star that he is. <laughs> Eddie Kingston, too. Poor bastard. Yeah. And LAX. Yeah. Shit. But it's like it's crazy to me because at some point, someone's going to do like one of those things, and then they're just going to say, fuck you, and just end up on NXT next week. I don't think NXT is the right move, but yeah. Well, it depends how big of a person yes, they are. Yes, agreed. Because agreed. you also don't know how well, his contract name was on. Um, the one with Mandy. The She's in the stable. Gigi Dolan. I think the other one. JC Jane. Yes, her. I think she was in AEW. One of them was in AEW. Gigi was. Oh, that's how Gigi then. She, she was, was on, in AEW. She was on the boat party with Jericho one year. She was in AEW and then, yeah, she did the same But shit. she only did a couple things there. Exactly. She wasn't actually I'm signed. Sa- I know, but that's what I'm saying. Your, your point is that these people are going to... But WWE won't throw them back on TV right away. Not that's anybody. You have to be somebody. Like nobody. Moxley. I, I mean, I hate to say I, it because I don't want to see him come back. I don't need to see Moxley. I don't give a fuck about Moxley. 
I think it's made it worse that now that there's a cult of people who try to tell me oh, that John Moxley is the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. And let me tell you something. He's stone cold Steve Austin if you watered down all his beards and made him look like shit. I, I don't get it. It's I, it's not. Look, and, and Moxley is good for what he does, but he, he ain't doing much. That's my point with him. I don't. I people don't try. I saw I that little fucking. I hate that piece of shit SRS. He always has to say something. That you just say you're a fucking loser. He did. Oh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, the, the, Seth Rollins. I, I see or, D, or fucking John Moxley yeah. as a pole. Yeah. And John Moxley won like sixty to fucking twenty and twenty. And I said, okay, stop it. It's ridiculous. Clearly, nobody that cares about the WWE follows your dumbass. He did it the other day with the Bucks and the Usos too. Let me guess. It was not even like it, was, it had was to be close. like ten percent. No, it was like ten percent off. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought it was going to be like the Usos got ten percent because no, 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 no. It was, a bunch it was of like fucking smart. Fifty six, uh, forty, uh, fifty six, forty four. That Moxley poll was garbage. Nobody thinks that Moxley's better than Roman Reigns in any form of facet. That's first off. Second off, no one thinks fucking Moxley's better than Rollins. I don't give a fuck if you don't like his character right now or not. It's not even close. Even if you like Moxley since he's gone to AEW, that means you didn't like him for four or five years when he was shitty. Makes no sense. Makes zero sense. Fuck Sean Ross Sapp, that loser. Uh, yeah, Reigns. I mean, a lot of people have been fed up with the run. I, I guess people just don't have long t- uh, attention spans anymore. They can't do it. Well, also, to their credit, they booked a lot of fucked finishes during that time because they just couldn't think of another way of the over-dominant heel just pinning somebody one, two, three. Yeah. Crazy premise. I mean, that's the true heel. The guy that could pin somebody one, two, three and just still get booed. That's a heel. Yeah. Savage I, I did know. it all the time. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Have him cheat during the match, fine, but the pin's got to be one, two, three. Always. It's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying, and it's been annoying, and it's tough when you have so many shows, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, but to say that, regardless of what you think of the last two months, three months, six months of Roman Reigns, the last two years of Roman Reigns have been nothing short of tremendous. Yeah. And to think that to think that John Moxley is better, what is wrong with you? These are the people that wake up in the morning and put fucking tequila in their goddamn <laughs> syrup. No, I know for a fact Sweets does not think that way. Yeah, Sweets don't like John Moxley, but Sweets also doesn't like Shinsuke. Something's wrong with him. Uh, a lot of people don't. PJ doesn't. PJ doesn't. Uh, PJ's got problems with people that he, if he has to think about the character, he doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, he's a, yeah with Rollins. He doesn't. He doesn't like Rollins. He doesn't. He likes simple characters. You know, it's just how he is. He's a simple kind of guy. And I can't wait for the text at about mm, 7.50 tomorrow. Simple, huh? Yeah, it seems like it's the trend now that we're doing these shows without our other cohorts. I was out last week, PJ this week. Maybe you'll be out next week. Yeah, maybe it's time for a nice vacation. You should take a vacation. We'll just come here and, and... I don't want you in my house unsupervised. God knows what I'll come back to. Well, it's not unsupervised. You could be... I'm going to come back. There's going to be pictures of you holding my title belts. No, no, no. Naked. See, then you got to go there. (laughs) Then you make it disgusting, kayfabe. You make it nasty, as the kids say. It was a little nasty. I apologize. But I would do it, though. I I wanted to do that once. Take a picture. Like do the naked belt. title belt, the Shawn Michaels, the yeah. Playgirl. Yeah, I don't have that body though. Okay, Fabe, you don't have that body. You know what kind of bo- you? I mean, you need a bit Shawn. 
You ain't Sean. You ain't 96, Sean. Stop it. I, I was looking more Stop like, it. I was hoping more like 94 Brett. That's what I was trying to be like. So you want the body <laughs> of a doughy Canadian man. <laughs> Never had a six pack. Uh. <laughs> Doesn't have a clue where he is right now. He has a clue where he is for sure. No, AEW has to remind him every week who he is because they have to impersonate his. You know matches. what? You know why? I, Bold versus hair well, this week. Speaking of him, I know. I know that supposedly there's word he signed with WWE again, but fuck, he doesn't. I, he doesn't like Martha anyway. So Martha, he doesn't like her. No, he doesn't. There's, so, a, there's very few things that you know what. There's very few things I could give Bret Hart credit for, but his opinion does not change about certain things. No. And he That's does not one like guy Martha Hart. Wrestlers tell, and I think we've said this on the show before. Wrestlers tell, wrestlers tell tales. Oh, Terry tall tales. Um, that's for sure. But Brett usually sticks with his. He's pretty consistent. Yeah, the kick in the head threw him for a loop. He yeah. definitely kind. It's not that he changes what he says. Now he tries to be more visceral than ever with saying the same opinion. He like goes to extents he's never gone to now. But I, I, I don't know what it is with him. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. I don't understand why every week has to be a blowjob to Bret Hart. I mean, this fucking... AEW is doing that, and, and I know they're doing the tournament for his brother, and that's great. I mean, Owen, you know, obviously taken way too soon. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, it's cashing in on a fucking... That, that's, you know, that's the uh, that's devil's advocate to it, right? You're cashing in on a guy that never wrestled for your company and is Yeah, just, but it would never happen with the other company. So is that signed to But it, it never would have happened in WWE because they w- but they're but at the same time they're respecting the wishes of his widow. So and wanted nothing to do with them. So it's a it's a rock and a hard place. I mean you can't say one's wrong, one's right or one's right and one's wrong. It's just it's impossible. I mean, you want to respect the guy, respect the legendary well uh, yeah, legendary name and worker that he that people right. talk to him to talk him up to be. Obviously, passed away twenty two years ago, twenty three years ago already, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. Time. So I, I hope the tournament does it. It does him his due, and they had that match with Wheeler and and Dax and Bold Cash. versus Hair. Yeah, and those guys are big Bret Hart marks. So. so first off, let me tell you about those two assholes. If I never saw them tweet, like th- their activity on Twitter, more specifically, I think Dax, the bald one. Yes. But if I never saw them tweet, I'd think, you know what, these guys, I like them. Yeah. Simple but effective. Yeah. But because they tweet and they are the biggest fucking sensitive fucking, uh, it's just ridiculous. The thing with them and and WWE obviously got a lot of shit with the way they were booked, which is fine. I'm not condoning the way. Oh, they 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 fucked they, them. Yes. They fucked them. And then AEW didn't use them until like two months ago. Yeah, they so, kind of had to stop and start with them too. A huge stop and start. And they would lose. They lost to Sting. They <laughs> lost to this one. Yeah, they but everything them. with them is a love letter to pro wrestling, which kind of gets old after a while too. But now, now they did that match with the Briscoes and they did the and they beat the Hardly Boys and <laughs> and then they're wrestling it themselves. And it's like it's a fad that I think is eventually going to run out for these AEW fans. They'll win the titles. They, I'm assuming they have to. Right. And I think the Bucks will just beat them. And then... Now, again. Again. And yeah. that's just my thing of it. They'll get hot, and then the Bucks will... Steamroll it again. We'll get it. 
But listen, I they, I'm, I'm sick of. I can't kayfabe. I can't do the Bret Hart blowjob every. Well, week. that's just. I mean, it doesn't impact me. I really don't give a fuck. But but how come? Like, here's my thing, right? The whole thing is WWE isn't creative. They make you have the same match over and over again. Yeah, and these guys are just stealing Bret Hart spots and exactly and punked it at the whole match against Gold. It Dust. was ridiculous. Enough. First off, Punk, you're fucking more creative than that. You don't need to steal fucking the Charisma Vacuum's moveset from 1997. You could use your own shit and make a better match. The goal should be to make a better match than Bret had with him. Yeah. Not to just impersonate him. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what Bret Hart did in 97? But no one knows that. I mean, even... Yeah, the- no, the smart mark. No, because one asshole yeah. is going to go look it up. Yeah. They're going to put the side-by-side video, which you're going to send to me, and I'm going to get mad. And other people are going to go, Oh, my God, I love the way they're doing tribute to Bret Hart and suck his dick every week. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Just enough. They're all more creative than this. Just stop fucking doing the same shit every week and do it. I saw that bald fuck go into the turnbuckle chest first, and I almost punched something. Yeah. Enough. I, I get it. Enough. I know. Enough. I know. Enough. It's a problem. It's a yeah. It's a it's a problem. I, and now when Brett beats Hangman at this next pay per view, Brett, not Brett. I'm sorry, <laughs> Phil. Punk. Yeah. When Phil beats fucking Hangman at this next pay-per-view, yeah. he's going to do some fucking Ode to Brett bullshit. Oh, God almighty. I don't even want to see it. But at least they're going to get the title off this fucking stale cowboy. My God. What did they do to this guy? The as, biggest storyline in wrestling. As Mr. Two years of build to culminate at the Minneapolis Mon- fucking stadium with the dork order running their yeah. little dicks around the ring. The orgasm that all these fucking people had for what? For a fucking four-month reign that no one's going to remember yeah. dick from except as, two shitty t- Texas death matches. As James had been back-to-back fused, as James E. said, I got mad <laughs> when Vince didn't change it, when Vince changes mind all the time, and I would get mad if Tony fucking never changes mind because he stuck with Hangman when he shouldn't have. And he's right. He stuck with a guy that... You you had your you had your layout right you had your plan right and he should change it because it did nothing. Well, he killed his momentum when he had the kid. The kid hurt, but 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 the my loss, thing is the, the loss to Omega, the second one, oh. hurt worse than the kid. My thing with them was you knew he was having the kid, so you shouldn't have booked anything with him for a long time and just had him off TV. At that point, they have so many wrestlers that yeah. they could have kept this guy off TV, just yeah, doing these little bullshit him. side segments. They brought him back in a meaningless way. They brought him back in that fucking ladder match. Yeah, the jackpot jerk-off yeah. thing where he pulls a poker chip out of his ass and he wins the match. I like Hangman. I really do. He's one of those guys that I it's can It's a shame. It, no, but he's a guy that the chase it's all about. A four-month reign out of this, it should have been a fucking month. On next pay-per-view, whatever. Well, then again, their pay-per-views are about four months apart, so yeah. I guess that makes sense, too. I don't know. I would I would have got that belt off him sooner, but... It's been stale for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I still can't Bad watch feuds. it, man. I still can't. I The little I do watch is shit I like. Like Wardlow. I was talking to you about it before. I think Wardlow's great. They have, right? There's a few, there's like five guys I can name. I think me and you can say that we both agree that those are the guys that we can watch. I Starks, MJF, Wardlow, um, Hangman. The interesting guys and, that we haven't seen before. Someone, maybe, maybe Hobbs, five. If they use Jay White, I would watch that. There's but, guys I'll watch, and look, I'll give anything a chance once or twice. But, but once you the watch, Young Bucks come the, on the TV, I'm turning the Young off. Bucks. It's it's uh, tonight. We're gonna have a 
coffin match, and next week we're going to have a ladder match, and the week after that we're going to have a street fight with a ladder match infused in it. It's enough. Kayfabe, this guy books. fucking match. This guy books. Like, literally, when Cornette says he's playing with his action figures, this is what I did when I was nine years it's old crazy. playing with wrestlers. I swear to God, every Tune match AEW was a hell in a Jeff cell. Hardy's going to be there. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Oh, God. It's, it's fucking nuts. It's nuts. But look, this is a good move for them. Punk... Punk needs a title match. Punk's big enough that it could work. Just don't do the Brett shit, please, you piece of shit. That's all I ask. He'll do it. He's going to do it. He's yeah. going to blow him. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Pink and black tights. Yeah. Maybe he'll wear the singlet, too. Yeah. Complete the fucking look. With the glasses. Oh, oh God. I'll throw up in my <laughs> mouth if someone comes out with those stupid fucking glasses. <laughs> I had a pair as a kid. As I got older, I realized I'd rather have the circular ones. Tell people what I was watching when you came down here before. You're such a fucking poser. You've never watched that match before. <laughs> you don't care about it. I hate you. He had on WrestleMania 10, Owen versus Brett. And let me tell you something. This is the go-to poser match. If someone tells me, oh, my favorite match ever, Brett versus Owen. Yeah, you're just full of shit. You're one of those people who just want to be different. I don't, say some my, dumb shit My like wrestling that. memory does not go far back. I don't know what happened. I might have amnesia until like. No, you played too much rough touch football and someone that, rattled your fucking um, your belt. I did get a concussion. Not from football, but well, football, but not rough touch. Um, Flag. No, I was playing in tackle in a park years ago. Um, oh, my God. Cena, I mean, C Cena, uh, my my first, I mean, I watched obviously wrestling before and then I stopped and then my first like newer memory was Cena, that Cena Sean pay-per-view. No, it was um, Taker, no, it was Sean Flair, that mania. 24? And Cena faced who? Uh, it's 20, uh, it's 24, yeah. No, so 23. So 23 was Cena, Sean? Yes. Main event? Yes. That one. Not main event. Batista, take away. That, that's event. the one. That's the mania that I remember going to a friend's friend's house and watching. Yeah. And I, I that's when I really ingrained myself back into it. So what is it? What are we up to? 39? So 15 years I'm back? Pretty crazy. I took a short break during the invasion time. That's when I, I missed out all in 2001, I think. But 2001, missed out some of 2002. I remember being back, seeing Brock beat Rock. That was big. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, 2003, I missed out. I mean, I know out. what happened. I went through phases at that time in my life because it was like, you get older and you just have shit to do. Yeah. But at that point, I was like in fucking probably junior high school, going into high school, whatever it was, maybe even high school. Junior high school, that's what it was. And it's like, I remember I was from 2004 on pretty much dedicated I probably took one break around 2009. Whenever they made Shawn Michaels JBL slave, yeah, around that time there was a this, yeah. around that time there was a break for me. But yeah, I remember talking about it. You know, yeah, we've been into it a long time. But eh, since yeah. we've been into it, there's been one guy that's been consistent. Kayfabe. Mustafa Ali, I agree with you. Oh my God, Free Ali! You don't hear him anymore. You don't hear him. No. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> As Macho Beard once said, please free this man. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I know who it is, and I've grown as a person. With you this, have grown. With this one, yeah. You know, you could actually say that, Kate, with have, this one. With many people, be, I, I, I don't think I've grown so fully. Weak. No, you, as you a person. Kayfabe, you forgot how weak he used no, to be. No, with him, yes, I was very, but I just mean 
personally as a person. I don't think I, I've I've become the, the person I want to be. You've been the same mold spore you've been for the last well, I'm 10 to 15 years. I'm working on it. Yeah, I know. Give We're me till 45 and we'll see where I'm at. 45? But, yeah. Randall. Randall Keith Orton. 20 it's, years. This is a guy, along with Cena, we basically watched their entire careers. Yeah. Batista. Yep. You know. Batista's we did because he's done. So Yeah. Randy, um, I've said this before. I've had my beef with him. What what year was that? Two thousand like twelve. There was twelve. No, it couldn't have been that late. Two thousand twelve was Daniel Bryan's year. Oh my god, it's just eleven molding now. Ten? I don't fucking. I don't know. It was, that it was a weird time period. It, that, it all blurs together after it was a while. Extreme, after Edge retired. All right, Ed? so that was WrestleMania twenty six. After twenty six is when he retired. So twenty eight was our first, and that was ten years ago. So it was 11, 11 years, years ago. ago. So 13 years ago. 2000. 2010. 10, I think. Yeah. There you go. After Christian won that Extreme Rules match, and then the next night, uh, TT texted me and said, don't watch SmackDown. Don't. Did you read SmackDown? I said, no. And he said, don't. And I said, oh, great. So now I got to fucking read it. And he lost the title to Orton, and I had my beef with Randy since that. And so let I, me get this straight. You held a beef against a superstar for getting booked to win a fictional feud over somebody. You're holding a fucking beef over someone like that for fucking 20 years now. What are you talking about? Brett. I'm not mad that... I, what, I'm mad at Brett because he doesn't shut the fuck up about <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Because he can't keep Shawn Michaels' name out his fucking mouth. <laughs> well, listen, you get behind some Yeah, yeah right. you know, High Flyer talks a lot of shit. <laughs> I hope, I hope. I yeah. would honestly. That would be dope. Beavers Brett debate. Give me one hour with this motherfucker. I'll, I'll make his head spin. Back to fucking like, so pressing topic. I was Sunny. <laughs> Get his ass. Back to fucking what we were talking Back about. Back to Randall. Yeah. So you get behind people, right? Christian being the one I was. And obviously that's what wrestling is, right? You like your favorites. You hate the people that fucked them over. And he did it. He had pull. He could have fucking did something about oh, it. Oh, God. But uh, did you know Vince at one point wanted to put a blue dot yeah, over Christian's face? I don't we, I don't know if that's ever true. But um, <laughs> then I went when we went to Mania 28, he faced Kane, and he lost, and I was excited. I was really excited <laughs> about that. Because uh, I was with fucking Vinny, and, and he... I know, I love fucking radio and RKO out of fucking nowhere, (laughs) asshole. And even even Cody said it, that Randy grew as a person, he has kids now, so I will take this time to grow as a a Randy Orton fan myself, and we'll go down down, uh, memory lane with, with Randall and his career, and I'm sure we'll do this when he retires as well. Did Randy find God yet? No, not yet. Is he at that point in wrestling? He might be. Wrestling? He might, no, I don't think he's at that point publicly, but he might be at that point personally. I don't know if he actually like came out and said it. Yeah. But you know, we, they all find God. <laughs> Every one of them. Even Brett. Brett, Sean. I think Brett got put in the water once. <laughs> Just one time? <laughs> Foley, I think, found him. Take no, Foley's, Foley did. just hates anything to do with Elon Musk now. Foley's Taker, on Twitter. Taker found him. Taker fa- fucking Taker found God and then had a son at 58 yeah. years old. God bless him, man. I miss him. 
<laughs> so let's talk about Randy because he had a feud with Orton. You're that's for right sure. Let's just a quick trip down memory lane with Randall, which I, you know what? I was reading this thing quick and I don't, I didn't remember. I remember it now, but the Randy News Network segments yes. that he did when he was hurt. Yes. And then he turned into a heel. Kept him on TV. Kept him on TV. Kept him relevant. And then after that, he joined Evolution. And what year was that? That was 2003? 2002. Oh, 2002. Okay, it was at the end go. of 2002. Do you remember? Do you know his first televised match was against? April 25th, 2002. Billy Kidman. It's a good guess. It's Hardcore Holly. We Fuck! Were, we were looking for a hardcore Holly. Hardcore Holly is always the benchmark of SmackDown at that time <laughs> period, goddammit, until Brock Lesnar broke his neck. So, after Orton came back from injury, he joined Evolution. Uh, Flair, Hunter, and Batista. Originally Mark Jindrak. Um, originally Mark Jindrak, yeah. was replaced by Randy Orton and jump-started Randy into a position behind, as Pat would say, fucking son-in-law. <laughs> Rick Flair... And Batista, clearly the muscle. This was perfect. Evolution was a great stable. Not just good, a great stable. I know they were a four horsemen ripoff, but that was a great stable. It worked. They all had the belts. They were all over his shit. And it butted two superstars, which was the whole purpose of it. Flair it was the dying son. It did. Hunter was the present, and those two were the future. And my God, were they the future? We didn't even know how much. But... Back to Orton and Evolution. I believe his uh, run in Evolution really culminates. One, beating Rob Van Dam, getting the IC title. That's where I was going. Wow, what, what pay-per-view? Armageddon. Wow. They ended the pay-per-view all holding the belts. It was a sight. Yep. It was a sight that fucking PJ probably punched air at for fucking four and days. he started the longest Intercontinental Championship reign in seven years, holding the title for 210 days. I was waiting for you to answer, but I was just—I figured you. I was trying to remember who he lost it to. I'm going to say it was Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I will get to that, but he did. Wow. Thank you. No, he beat Shelton Benjamin. He lost it at Vengeance. Your sister's ass. I was so close. He lost it to a guy that's actually still with the company. Jer- no, Captain Jericho. Damn, that's always the answer for the IC title. We're looking for Edge. The ah. All the right. Answer was Edge. Edge came back. But he had that match with Foley. Yes. Yeah. So well, he had a WrestleMania match with Foley first. Yeah. Uh, the Rock and Zock connection reuniting at WrestleMania yes, twenty that's right. versus Evolution being Flair, Batista, and Orton, and it was a fun match. Got the point over. I believe Orton missed the fucking RKO the first time. Came yes, back he around came and back fixed for it. it. Yeah, he did fix it. But. Orton was at that point was so hot. He was feuding with every legend. They had him spitting in people's faces. Mm-hmm. He's spitting Harley Race's face. He's spitting Foley. Kicked him down the stairs. And fucking uh, Stacy Keebler at some point he fucking RKO'd. He was out of control. <laughs> but that, in a good way. Yeah. They would just slam him over and we move, didn't even realize. That move, right? DDP did it. It was over. Well, DDP did a different version Definitely, of it. Yeah. I think the key with Orton was he did something that at that point... All the guys that used that move weren't as, as as athletic as Orton. They couldn't jump up and hit that shit. No. DDP had a delayed diamond cutter. He would either have you standing up and just drop, or he would have you on his shoulders first and then do it, which was cool, but not what Orton does. Stone Cold couldn't jump as high as fucking Randy Orton when his neck wasn't broken and his knees did work. Mm-hmm. You know, Orton had that spin of just jumping up and kind of grabbing the guy's head, which made it look so cool and unique. 
And I remember the person that put that move over for me was, again, shocking. He's a guy that takes every move differently, but when you see him take something, it means something. Fucking RVD when he took that RKO, and he did the, like, landing on the top of his head shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So sick. So sick. But, yeah, the RKO was protected for a long time. Mm -hmm. I actually remember the first time it was kicked out, but... um, Orton had the perfect trail. Feud with Foley, beat Foley in a hardcore match. Insane. Well, th- this is this is how you build a guy, right? You put him in a stable. Like these guys. By the way, now, that's one of my favorite matches. Him and Orton, him and Foley. Oh yeah. This, well, Foley got a lot of guys over, even Hunter. Fuck you, mean even <laughs> Hunter? Eat shit. But Orton is a guy that right. You put him in a feud. You put him in a stable, right? He's coming up. He's an up and comer, and you have him build for what two three years before he gets. His first, I mean, it really. It was even faster with him. Two thousand four. Twenty four. He was twenty four years old. But he was in. When the, it happened. He was in the business for two. When he years. beat vacant. He beat vacant for the title, at SummerSlam, um, at his at the age of twenty four. History, yeah. And then he got turned on by Triple H and Evolution. Uh, if PJ was here, he'd be red in the face, yeah. yelling, "It should never happened." But. And then he lost. Uh, Orton defeated Batista in a match against Triple H at the Rumble, which he lost. And then he started feuding with Taker. And let me tell you something. That was a hell of a feud. And if there was any time the streak could have been considered breaking, because I don't think the streak was ever supposed to get to where it went. No. But I think there was a missed opportunity. But in the end, they rectified themselves. But there was definitely a missed opportunity because Randall Keith Orton should have broken the streak. It fit everything that was going on at that time. He was the legend killer. He beat a bunch of fucking people. He beat a bunch of fucking big people. Yeah. This was the dragon to slay that wasn't a title belt at that mania. And it would have made perfect sense. And let me tell you something, Kayfabe. The first RKO that I believe was kicked out of was against The Undertaker. Undertaker throws him up for a choke slam. And I'll never forget this counter because I thought he beat the fucking streak. He had him up for a choke slam. Orton turned it into an RKO. One of the uh, sickest things I ever remember. One of the best reversals ever. Or that Orton has that move. I mean, even people that don't watch wrestling know that move. It's become the pop culture it's be- move. It's, that's what it is. Sweet Chin music was that for yes, a long time. Yes, it was. People tuned up the band. Uh, they did. But yeah. It's I never so- saw somebody try to shoot on somebody and put them in a sharpshooter. <laughs> so I guess that answers a lot of questions. But but his shoot with The Undertaker lasted nine months. Yeah, they did everything they possibly could. Yep. And uh, in that nine months, he almost killed uh, Orton Sr. because of a hepatitis scare. Fun yes, facts. which was Taker was not happy about. Taker was not happy. So then You after, don't get in that ring with that hep C boy. <laughs> after his feud with Orton ended, uh, with Taker ended, Orton entered the Rumble uh, and, law- and got eliminated by the would-be winner of the 2006 Royal Rumble, which is... 2006. We were looking for Rey Mysterio. Bro, you didn't even let me think. What the Bro, fuck? This is, this, I'm not. This is, you don't have you time. You asked me a question. Uh, okay, and it's fucking Jeopardy. Oh, I'm gonna, I can't wait to do that to you next week. We're going to take you 45 minutes to come up with an easy answer. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh. <laughs> so, anyway, Orton would go on to form uh, one of his first of many memorable tag teams. Uh, yeah. Rated RKO. Him and Edge. Short-lived but effective. They feuded with DX. Hunter blew out his quad, ruined the whole fucking feud, sadly, but they did some shit. 
at that point, it was like two top guys that just weren't going after the title belts. So they said, fuck it, throw it together, and it worked. Um, didn't last long, though, I don't think. Uh, rated RKO lasted a year, 06 to 07. I don't think it was that. I think it was like at the end of 06 into 07, uh, not really like a true. It, I don't think that was a long thing at all. Cause they were probably broken up by Mania. It was after Mania, I think. Regardless. Regardless. Sorry. Yeah. But no, you're right. Uh, but it led to Edge's first comeback feud when he came back. So oh, yeah. it had a lot of history with it, and eventually we got to that point. Next was Orton winning his first WWE championship because he won the World Heavyweight Was championship. this when he became a snake? Yes. And he just started shaving his head and yep. becoming very slim. That's and when it was. No wrist the tape. The Viper. Oh, God. Which he still goes by. Yeah, he has a thousand. He's just like Triple H in that aspect. He's the Apex Predator, the Viper. What else? There's another one. I can't think of it. Fuck. Um, I'm blanking. I'm blanking heavy. Apex Predator, Viper, uh, the Snake, um, Anaconda. Well, it'll come to us. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm shot. But either way, he does have two two gimmicks. Yeah, he does. Um, and this time, he would basically be in and out of title feuds for the next year. Um, and during this time, he also got Voices by Rev Theory as his new theme song, which yeah. is still his theme song to this yeah. day. No, definitely. Then he was sidelined by an injury, uh, breaking his collarbone and putting mm. him out of action. Feud with Cena. And then upon being medically cleared, Orton was re-injured in a motorcycle accident. He returned to Raw on September 1st, criticizing all champions, including world tag team champions at the time, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. And then at, after, um, I guess, going after them for a little while, Orton got their respect, and they formed a stable called Legacy. I remember the Legacy. I remember. Legacy was. Uh, I remember that they they feuded with DX also. Of course. I mean, I guess Orton had a lot of feuds with DX. Naturally. DiBiase. I mean, Cody at the time, and obviously he's back, so I'm not going to tune him up too much. But DiBiase was a guy also that I thought was really going to have a, a long career in wrestling. I mean, he had the lineage. He had. Good luck. I don't think he wanted to do it. I don't think. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he wanted to do it. I don't think he wanted to do it. You could just tell with certain guys that they just don't want to do it. Because like Curtis Axel, I'll always think of that guy as like he wanted to do it. They just didn't think anything of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they tried to, but I just don't. Think no, they tried to, and then they fucked it up, and then they didn't fix it afterwards, and yeah. then they let him walk around like Hulk Hogan for a year. It was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. That guy when he won the IC title on fucking. I don't want to get too off, but you you get my point. Um, yeah, that guy didn't want it. This I think. this I remember when he started feuding with the McMahon's. Wait, well, before that was that when he had the mini feud with Kingston with uh, Kofi Kingston? Uh, I doesn't say it. Anymore. That was like a three week feud. That Stable was pretty cool. Yeah, it was after Legacy, and then Armageddon Orton lost to Batista in a single, and then he became feuding with McMahon in January of two thousand nine. Yeah, they feuded with the McMahon's, and then we had the fucking Hunter match, which everyone hates. Yes, didn't at, go too well. At Mania, Mania yep. 25, where he was unsuccessful in beating Hunter. Ugh. He won it a month back at Backlash by pinning Triple H in a six-man tag match between Legacy and Triple H, Batista, and Shane. Yeah, it was a weird one. Um, and then Orton lost the title to Cena in the I Quit match, but we gained it from Cena in Hell in a Cell. A lot of flip-flopping at this point with him and Cena. 
him and Cena were inseparable for too long. Him and Orton, him and uh, Triple H, I think it took away a lot out of him in that two years. And this is when the rivalry with Kingston happened, right after he lost to Cena in the Iron Man match, because yeah. he because bl- he blamed Kofi for losing the title because right. Kofi interfered with Cena to chase away Rhodes and DiBiase. So I remember that for you too, because honestly, it made Kofi. It did help Kofi a lot. Kofi should have like. You know, won something. But. Yeah, I know. Um, Orton defeated Roden DiBiase in a triple threat match at WrestleMania 26 that year. And then he would went on. He spent most of his... What th- a burial. Can yeah. we just talk about that one? First off, you book it as a triple threat. And the turn in the match is when Rhodes decides to be the biggest heel in the ring and turn on DiBiase. Yeah. It's not that hard. A handicap match... No wonder this guy Cody had to fucking no, the put on threat. Facebook. It was a triple threat. Orton defeated Rhodes and DiBiase in a triple threat. I don't remember the match that well. But I'm shot. I thought it was a. I, for some reason, I remember. We it should being watch like a two it. Two on one. Yeah, probably was. After Legacy ended, Orton spent most of part of the year in World Title Feud. This is 2010 to 13, um, where he jumped around as the World Heavyweight Champion. Um, Orton competed in Money in the Bank, which he won, which was won by the Miz. I'm sorry. SummerSlam, he faced Sheamus, uh, DQ, Orton won. A lot of back and forth. Seems like Orton won a six-pack challenge. Uh, this is when he defeated Christian, fucking May 6th. Is this why you went through each event so you could get up to this and cry again? Well, that was the year when it was him, Henry, Sheamus, and Christian. Those were the Big four. Big show. No, those were the four that ran SmackDown. Not Big Show? No. Big Show and Mark Henry there had like no a four-month fucking Big Show. It was those four. Orton, Sheamus, Henry, and Christian. Look it up, asshole. When did Big Show come back? Fuck and Big start Show. Running shit? It's Paul White. No more BS. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Kane uh, Orton was defeated by Kane. That uh, Kane was defeated by Orton at WrestleMania. Twenty-eight uh, at twenty-eight. Yep. Yeah. Um, Caught a leftover feud after Cena and Kane had a fucking little thing for a couple months. Yeah, I'm scrolling through some stuff here. Uh, he started feuding with the Shield. Um. And then Orton was defeated by Brian in late 2013 in a street fight after he was forced to submit to the yes lock. Yeah, so that was an interesting one. They had him and Brian go back and forth about five months. Yeah. First match was at SummerSlam when Orton cashed in on him and ruined the best genuine wrestling moment in 10 years at that point. No, this, that didn't happen yet. Oh, we're, we're getting there. Oh. On July 14th gun. at Money in the Bank, Orton would defeat. I was at this. This pay per view, it was in yes, uh, you it were. was in Philly. Yes, it was. Christian Punk, Brian Van Dam, and Sheamus to win the Money in the Bank, thus earning him a challenge for the WWE Championship. And on August 18th at SummerSlam, Orton, Orton turned heel and would cash in on DB after he just beat Cena, after Hunter attacked Brian. What a cunt! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that pretty. That vividly. one was pretty fucking deflating. Yeah. And then the chase was so... But, I mean, look, you got the moment of moments from it, right? You can't d- discount that. No, you got a big mania match out of it. You got a big mania match out of it. Which Orton was also in. Um, yeah, Orton was in it. Orton was a unified champion during this time period. He feuded with Cena again. He beat Cena. Yeah. At uh, TLC to unify the belts. Yeah, it seemed like they, every time they just ran out of ideas, they said, fuck it, run it back. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it was two guys that you can go to, right? Yeah, but it never, it, you know what? It's oversaturation after a while, and that's what happened with that shit. I remember after the one year of them feuding with each other where every pay-per-view, they had every stipulation you possibly could have. I was just done with it. I was like, I don't want to see this match anymore. Please, stop it. Just break it up. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. Uh, and then after WrestleMania 30 rolled around and Brian beat Batista and Orton, who Batista would win a Rumble when he came back, Orton was champ. I gave you that evolution match that that's what they were hinting for, but it was Brian's year. Brian made it to Mania 30, defeated them. Next night, they reformed evolution. Triple H, Batista, and Orton on the you night live of the by the sledge. You die by <laughs> the sledge. <laughs> and then they had those great matches with the Shield. Tremendous. Fucking great matches. I got to run those back because those were fucking really good. And then... Rollins turns. Yep. And the authority begins. Yep. What a waste of Randy Orton for a fucking year. For a little while. uh, And then we'll jump to Mania 31. Greatest counter ever. When it was a great fucking curve stomping to. That was even better than that. Nuts. That was crazy. Nuts. Yeah. And supposedly what I read was they didn't didn't even practice that. Yeah, I don't buy that shit. Um, I do not buy that shit. Too perfect. But then again, Orton's hit that fucking thing on people. The ones he's been doing to Chad Gable recently. Ridiculous. Yeah. Doesn't even make sense how he's able to time it so damn good. Yep. And then after, obviously, he was with the authority, turned on them, went after Rollins, lost. Well, he beat Rollins. I'm sorry. And then after Mania, he would feud with Rollins after Rollins cashed in his belt, uh, cashing money in the bank, lost to him twice. And then he would go on to start a feud with the Wyatt family. Yes, didn't do dick. Um, was this when he joined them and then turned on them? It would be where he turned on him, yes. Oh, God. Terrible. He turned on him for WrestleMania 32. Uh, a match that should have been a triple threat. I think we, me and you can all agree on I think we agreed on it on this show. Brody Lee never got his fucking justice. He didn't get his justice. Uh, it was 33. I apologize. Yes. 33. It should have been a triple threat. That match was fucking god-awful. Mm-hmm. Cockroaches, uh, bugs, cockroach bullshit. All that bullshit in the ring. Fucking terrible. Ugh. Everything in the ring but wrestling. That was tough, man. That was tough. Um, He would go on. I feel like we're shitting on Orton a lot during this. No, uh, no, not at all. I mean, the guy had a great career. Just a lot to get through with, you know. No, he did 20 years of fucking, a lot, lot of things to get through. You're right. Then Orton had a, a nice run with the United States Championship, 2017 to 2018. Uh, did we get up to the Brock match yet? Or did no. it just skip over it? No, we didn't get there yet. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He Feels like a... that was a decade ago already. I don't know when that was. We might have passed it. We had to pass it. I think that was like 2016, I'm going to say. Because uh, that was an awesome feud that culminated in just one match, and it was kind of disappointing. So he defeated Bray more... at 30. Right? Did I miss it? I'll look it up over here. You keep doing your thing. All right, he defeated Bray at 33. Um, Jinder Mahal moved back to SmackDown, won a six-pack to become number SummerSlam one SummerSlam 2016. So I didn't get there yet. You just said you were up to 2018. No, I went back. Bro, all you're right. hopping all over the timeline. What is this? I was at Dr. 20. Strange? I went, fuck off. I don't, I, fuck off. Now, you, now I'm really pissed at uh, Why don't Orton. you go back to when Christian lost to him? I'm going to go Return of Legend Killer 2018 to 2022 after a brief hiatus. Orton returned at Extreme Rules and attacked Jeff Hardy. 
turning heel in the process. Oh, this is when he stuck the fucking screwdriver in his ear. Yes. Oh. Orton defeated Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. And then Orton defeated returning Big Show to qualify for World Cup at Crown Jewel. He lost to Mysterio, then started a feud with Mysterio, stealing his mask. Then he lost to Mysterio in a chairs match. I thoroughly enjoyed Orton doing his Legend Killer shtick again. I think his promos during this time period were fucking tremendous. And this is this is when uh, so he feuded with Styles at 35, lost to him, and then he feuded with Kingston. Over oh yeah, the we were there. Remember, we couldn't watch because they had fucking yes. blinding lights yes. in our eyes. I was excited for that match. Yeah, I, thought, I was so yeah. pissed that we couldn't watch that shit. Missed the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I would. I would like to go back and watch that. It was probably fucking A1. Yeah. And then uh, Royal Rumble 2020, Orton entered the match at number 25 uh, and was eliminated by his former partner, Returning Edge. Yup. Yep. Which set off the uh, Orton tease and RKO reunion, a rated RKO reunion, and then beat the shit out of Edge. And then feuded with him in a last man standing match that ended with Orton. Orton took a lot of L's at Mania, huh? Mm-hmm. My God, his record must be awful. He mm-hmm. won at 33, lost at 35, lost at 36. He lost a lot. Lost at, he won at 31. I don't think he had a match at 32. It doesn't seem like. No, I think it was hurt. This was the COVID year when I, well, this is the COVID era when I got a lot of more um, respect or, let, for Orton's work. I was going to say. Orton was a guy that was there every day. Orton was carrying he during was this carrying time. carrying the company. He was. He Him was and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Equally. And they had a long ass feud. Mm-hmm. Orton got that thank you title, uh, that thank you title reign. Just yeah, for, and then they gave him the ultimate fuck you by giving him the fucking fiend. Yes, and we'll get to that. But he had that match with Drew when all the legends came out that he fucked up in the past and screwed him up to, oh, to help yeah. him. Orton really was doing great work then, uh, and then he started the feud with with uh, the fiend. Yes, shit. He defeated when he had the that fiend. fucking mask on kayfabe. I'll never forget it. They put that Gip mask on him, and they had him cut when a they burnt, when, they, when he, when he got the fireball yeah, that was bad. out of Alexa Bliss. He defeated the Fiend in a Firefly Inferno match when he set his fi- his mat- his body on fire. That was wild. <sighs> um, and then he went into the Rumble, and then he lost. Yo, COVID had everybody thinking some crazy shit. And then he had that match with uh, Edge again. Didn't he have that greatest Rumble match with Edge? The greatest backlash match. That match. was the match after the WrestleMania match. That match was great. Yeah, except during the reshoots, Edge got fucking hurt and yeah. then was out for a year. That didn't help. Uh, him and him and Drew had a title uh, feud over the title for a long time back and Trade forth. Trade back. And then he wrestled The Fiend at WrestleMania 37 after he came back. And um, we were sitting here talking about it, man. I'll never forget what was going to happen. Pat said it. Pat said it. WrestleMania 37, Pat said, who do you think wins? I said, The Fiend. You said, The Fiend. He said, Orton beats him clean. RKO, one, two, three. Flat fucking job. The Fiend wasn't seen since. Wild. Um, Orton did some stuff after that and then started feuding. Well, didn't feud with Riddle, but Riddle came out, tried to, well, he tried to get him, right? To be his partner or respect him a little. Some shit. And now RK bro has been a thing. When did they officially start? Uh, they started teaming the follow on April nineteenth. Riddle interrupted the backstage interview with Orton, so it was the week after April nineteenth of twenty twenty one. Holy shit! We're so about to be year. at a year. Yeah. Damn. Oh, we just got a year. Wow. And they've been what a two three time Raw Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they've done point? it a couple times at this point. 
Orton looks like he's having fun, man. That's the thing, man. I remember when he had that when AEW was a thing, and they were he was when AEW was a thing when it was when it was becoming a thing, and he faked that he was gonna go there or listen and all this stuff, right? Um, and he just looks like he's having a blast, and you know, I'll I'll swallow my pride here and say it's a pleasure, Randy, to have you doing what you're doing for the last twenty years. I'm sure he couldn't sleep at night without your recognition. You fucking pathetic human being. Randy, you're fucking tremendous. You keep slinging dick out there. I, I don't think I said anything wrong, to tell you the truth. You love him. I you res- love him. I respect him. Don't hate him because of what happened to Chris. I need him to sign my belt. I don't know where he's at. When are you doing a signing, Randy? I need a... Well, that might raise the value a little bit. You should have him sign over Christian's name. Really pr- spruce it up, you know? I think I'm done here. <laughs> So that was a career look back at. It was a quick career look back. It might not have been the finest tuned product that I ever put out, but at the end of the day, I did this rather quickly. So, and Wikipedia. So shout out to Wikipedia. It's always good when you prelaid them with an excuse, buddy. Definitely doesn't make it look like shit. Well, we didn't know what we were doing here. Pat called us last minute, said he wasn't coming. Yeah, there was a student in need, and uh, we kind of went on the fly here. But Randy Orton was our number one topic, and we ended with our number one topic, so. I like this. Yeah. It was a fun experience, Kayfabe. It was like being on the phone with you, except I couldn't hang up whenever I wanted how, to. Uh, how long are we, Frank? An hour or wait. I that's think about it's been about- long, uh, That's about as long as our conversations can go. Yeah. If we really get into something good, something fresh. Yeah. But- Like, speaking of fresh, Mustafa Ali, folks- Mustafa Ali, he's back. <laughs> he's back. I'm not starting anymore. I'm done. Kayfabe, it's been real. Folks, it's been real. Follow us at Ring Crew Radio. Follow Kayfabe at Nikki Kayfabe RCR if you're looking for a fight. And if you're looking for a clean, balanced opinion, you know, at High Flyer RCR. If you're looking for somebody who might post once a month and Don't month, plug the other asshole. He's not here. At PJ Stack RCR. Have a good week, folks. We hope you enjoyed.